Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. Well, come on. Why don't we just lift our hands up and let's praise the one that did that work for Michelle. Praise God. Pastor Michelle, come on. Come on, just lift your hands up tonight. Tell him how much that you appreciate him, how much you love him, what he's done for you, what you know he's going to do. Come on, lift you. Come on, let's raise our voice up tonight. Glory. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Glory to God. God, you're good. You're lovely. Oh, you're altogether lovely. Lord, we praise your name. We bless the name of the Lord. God, we thank you for what you've already done. We thank you for what's happening right now. Come on. Right now. Praise the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, raskara brekete. Randalara bohoshka breko tokurabrakata. Gloria Hallelujah. Come on, lift it, lift your voice up to him tonight. Lift your voice up to him tonight. He's doing something already. Hallelujah. Come on, I feel a stirring and a shaking. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, we're gonna get something tonight. We're gonna get it in the spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Prandarabahota barahata. Ah, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless kadabarakata kadabaraha. Oh, reshkababarabakata. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Somebody needs to just shake yourself. Hallelujah. Come on. Just shake yourself. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You want God to be in our midst? Come on, he dwells in our praises. Come on, he dwells in our praises. You want him to do something? Praise him. Hallelujah. Praise him. Oh, hallelujah. Glorious. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. His praise shall be in my mouth. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My, my, my. Hallelujah. 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 So good. So good. So worthy. Glory to God. My God. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Let's praise him again. Let's praise him again. Come on. 
Raise your standard tonight. Come on. Raise your standard tonight. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, praise God. My, my, my. My, my, my. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God. You can be seated if you want to. Praise God. If you don't, remain standing. Amen. What a pleasure and a privilege it is and an honor to be able to uh, be back in Arkansas and to uh, minister uh, with and to all of you wonderful folks. Amen. Now, I have a southern drawl, I know. So y'all, I'll probably say some words that you'll say, what's she saying? Praise God. No, I'm only, praise the Lord. But God is good. And what Pastor Michelle was saying, wasn't it a wonderful day when she surrendered to the Lord? Amen. And what she's doing right now. Praise God. I so appreciate that. And uh, my husband, before he went to heaven, he told, uh, he would tell everybody uh, where we were at. He would say, if you want to know how to have a giving, thriving church, you need to listen to what my son, the pastor, and his wife are doing. You need to know. He said he believes that, it's, that the doors ought to be open and, and, and that he ought to be there. He believes that. He's told pastors and told them. And so tonight I'm just here. I, about, oh, probably two weeks ago, the Lord began to deal with me about uh, setting the standard. And he said, don't let, don't allow somebody else to set your standard. He said, you set the standard. Hallelujah. You set the, I set the standard in my life whether or not I'm going to have victory. I set the standard in my life whether or not I choose to walk in health. I set the standard, amen, whether or not that I'm going to be blessed prospering, I have to set that standard. And what I have to do is to get the book and see what it says. Hallelujah. What does it say about me having the victory? Come on. Let everything that has breath praise you the Lord. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Hallelujah. Come Faith is reaching in and pulling out that thing when you don't see any evidence, but you know the F-A-I-T-H, amen, J-E-S-U-S, come on. If you operate in that, you're going to have it. Oh, come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Somebody say, yes, Lord. I remember... I'm going to read my scripture here in a minute. Don't allow somebody else to set the standard for you. Set the standard. Hallelujah. Uh, We were in Ghana, West Africa, a few years back. And I, we were, oh, the service was, you know, we were way out in the bush. And we had no electric, electricity. We didn't have none of that stuff. And so we, I was preaching by uh they had lanterns i guess you know and they hardly no light you know hardly no no light in the natural at all and there was two young ladies and witchcraft somebody said oh it's bad in those countries honey it's bad right here do you hear what i'm telling you 
Come on. But a lot of the religious organizations have embraced it. Come on. Did you hear me? I said, I did not say Christians. I did not say that at all. I said a lot of religion has embraced it. Amen. And uh, witchcraft is prevalent over there. But these two girls, young girls, they were probably not more than uh, maybe late teens and early 20s. And uh, they, you know, just began, that spirit began to manifest itself. And there were several of ministers there. And so they jumped out of their seat, you know, and ran up, ran up and began to lay hands on the girls and begin to uh, rebuke the enemy and all of that. And I, I'm telling you, honey, the enemy was giving them a whooping that night. I mean, I, do you hear what I'm telling you, honey? They rolled around on the floor, and those girls, that spirit in them, just kept right on manifesting itself. Well, I had been taught for years, you know, to just not usurp somebody's authority, you know, but I said I stood there and I stood there waiting to preach, and finally, they just got wore down. I mean, that's all you can say. And they just kind of crawled over to the seat and sat down, and the Lord said, "Go out there and use the authority that you've got in my name. Come on, see, there's deliverance, but you've got to use the right authority. Don't allow somebody to set the standard and say, you can't do that anymore. Get out and do it. Jesus said, I've given you a name. Come on, there's a name that's above every name that can be named, and that's at the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ, amen, is the final authority. Well, I went out there, and I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you to loose this girl in Jesus' name. I'm not coming to you in the authority of nothing else but the mighty name of Jesus, and I command that spirit of witchcraft to get out of you. I command it to be silent. I command it to come out, and as God be my witness, that girl, all at once, it was like a, a veil had been pulling from her, pulled from her face, and she stood up on her feet, lifted her hands, and began to praise God and begin to magnify God. The other young girl that was down on the floor, absolutely the same thing happened to her. And the next day, I was down at what they call market day that they have over there in the village. And I went down there and they met me and they said witchcraft had been in our home, in our family for year after year after year. But they said last night, last night, come on, last night, said it will not manifest in me again because God has delivered me. They were baptized with the Holy Ghost, spoke in tongues, shouted, danced, come on, how, why? Because the name of Jesus Come on. Amen. The standard was not set in the flesh, but bless God, it was set in the spirit, in the word. And when you raise the standard, amen, and honor the word, then God's going to do something. Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord. Come on. Now, praise God. Now, I, I do preach evangelistic. I love the wonderful teaching that we've been getting. Amen. 
that I'm kind of an evangelist. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So I want you to go with me tonight over to Mark, the 10th chapter. And I'm going to start at the 46th verse. And I'll just go on down and you can just stay there if you want to. Follow me if you can. Whatever. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I want, to, I want to preach about Bartimaeus a little bit tonight. How many knows Brother Bartimaeus? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And they came to Jericho, were, went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people, and blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Now, how many knows that don't sound good? Come on. That does not sound good. And verse 47 said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the next verse said that there was a bunch of people hanging around. Amen. And they cautioned Bartimaeus, you know, to hold his peace. Don't holler so loud. Come on. Well, I want to, when you are desperate, honey, you're going to make a noise. I said, when you are desperate, if you have heard that somebody can help you in the natural, you're going to holler at them. Amen. Well, Bartimaeus had heard about Jesus, and he knew that as long as he was blind, that he was not going to be able to do anything, that he was going to be a beggar for the rest of his life. Honey, I want to tell you something. Too many of God's people, amen, have sat by the wayside signs, wonders, miracles. The word of God has been in their midst. Come on. But it passed them right on by. You know why? Come on. Somebody set a standard for them and said, don't do that. We don't do that in our fellowship. We don't act like that in our organization. Come on. Our denomination will not permit that. Well, guess what? Come on. I'm telling you about a name, a name that is above our denomination. Hallelujah. 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 Don't trouble him. Leave him alone. But what did Bartimaeus do? Come on. What did he do? They said, just be quiet. But he cried louder. He got more desperate. And I don't know about you, but there's been times in my walk with God that I've been desperate. That I had to have a touch of God. I had to have a healing in my body. I had to have a miracle in my finances. I come on. I had to I had to have it. I I had to have it. I had to get where the word of faith was preaching, was being preached. I had to get where faith was in operation and where somebody was willing to take a stand and say, We got it, we're gonna release it, and you're gonna get it. Hallelujah. Come on. Oh yes. And Bartimaeus got desperate, and he just kept on hollering. Come on. Come on, say amen. Amen. Have mercy on me. Hallelujah. And when he did that, come on, he said, you're not going to set the standard for me. I know what it takes, and I'm going to keep on calling. And the Bible said, Jesus stopped. Come on. 
Hallelujah. He stood still and he commanded Bartimaeus to be called. And he said, be. A, they said, then the crowd changed a little bit. They were telling him to hold his peace. Just be quiet. Don't trouble him. But they said, be of good comfort. He's calling for you. Hallelujah. Come on. Be of good. Oh, come on. Let me tell you tonight, folks. Be of good comfort. Be of good cheer. Because the word of God said, come unto me, all you that are labor and heavy laden. Come on. I'll give you rest. Come on. Just cast it over on me. Come on. Just cast it over on me. Because he said, I will take care of it. Hallelujah. I will see the price has already been paid. Already been paid. You don't owe anything except to give everything in your spirit to God and allow him to take it. Amen. Oh, somebody say, you got to raise your own standard. Quit, allow, and religion to rep tell you you can't do this honey that's like telling a child you know you can't do this don't you do that if you do you're going to get spanked well I'll guarantee you (laughs) it'll look the other way for a while but when they know mama ain't coming back in their room they're right back doing and you catch them and you say I thought I told you not to do that I, okay, but come on, are you hearing me? They told Bartimaeus, be quiet. Don't scream so loud. Just be quiet. But Bartimaeus kept right on. He was desperate. Come on, folks, he was desperate. He had to have a miracle. He had to have a healing. He had to touch the one that was able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above anything that anybody else could do for him. Amen. Amen. And when Jesus heard the desperation in his voice, he stopped. Come on. And then religion said, oh, go ahead. He's calling for you now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Honey, listen. Don't wait for some religious crackpot to tell you it might be all right. Mm-mm. No. No, no, no. Come on. If she would have waited, come on. If I remember right, they took her to a a church on Sunday morning or one morning. I don't know what Sunday. And the pastor told the couple that brought her, said, I can't help her. Come on. Said, 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 she's got demonic spirits, and I cannot help her. Take her somewhere else. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? Come on. Amen. Oh, that crowd that was with Bartimaeus that day, sitting around, don't holler at him. Don't call him. Don't bother him. Come on. Just don't do it. Honey, listen, you got to do something before you can ever get born again. You got to believe. Come on. You got to ask Jesus to come into your heart. You got to ask him to forgive you of yours. You got to make a move. And I'm saying I'm so thankful that the church in this coming year and right now is making a move. Come on. I'm t- oh, glory to God. We, the body of Christ is making a move. Oh, Lord. 
Hallelujah. But oh, be of good comfort. He's calling you. Be of good comfort. Be of good comfort. Come on, let's go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Bartimaeus made up his mind. I'm not allowing that crowd out there to set the standard for me. Come on. I came here to see Jesus. I came here for a specific reason, and I'm not allowing them to stop me. I'm going to go. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get my miracle that I need today. I'm going to do it. They're not going to stop me. Just not too long ago, I was talking to a, to a pastor, and, and he said, you know what you sound like? I said, no, what do I sound like? He said, sounds to me like that you've been messing around with Word of Faith people. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what I said. I said, "Woo!" I said, you got that right. Come on. If you never make another statement that's true, you made one there. Because it's been the word of faith that has kept me. Come on. I said, oh, I said, it's been the word of faith that has kept me. Amen. I remember when I was fighting fibromyalgia years back. And I every, every joint, every bone in my body was like fire. Uh, was burning and aching, couldn't stand, I couldn't stand for nobody to touch my shoulder, couldn't shake hands or nothing else. And I'm telling you, I, it was a gradual thing that happened, amen, but hands was laid on me, the word of God was quoted over me, and I said, Lord, I believe that I receive right now, hallelujah, and I'm, oh, Hallelujah. Honey, I'm telling you, I woke up one day and there was no pain in my body. I, are you hearing me? I said I could run. I could jump. I could do whatever. I was so well pleased. Why? Because the word of faith in the word of God, amen, worked in my body. I did not let go. I hung on to it because I believed I received, amen, when that word was quickened to me. Now listen, and I'm sure uh, with the pastors that y'all got, you already know this. Just, yeah, with the pastors y'all got, you already know this. With the pastors that y'all have had, amen, you probably already know this. Come on, are you listening? But the, when hands are laid on you and the prayer of faith is prayed over you, Sometimes it's like that. It's an instant. And sometimes, just like Jesus, when he ministered to people, they were healed as they went. Come on. It manifested. But you cannot let the enemy, people, nothing else, raise the standard and tell you it is impossible when hands are laid on you and the word of God is spoken in faith over you, it is impossible for nothing not to happen. Something's going to happen. It's, it's already, come on, it's working. Come on, I said it's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. Amen. 
But the minute that we open our mouth and say, well, I don't know that I got anything. I, oh, come on. That canceled it out right then. I mean, right then, that canceled it out. Hallelujah. When hands get laid on you for whatever is wrong with you mentally, physically, spiritually, in your body, come on. Amen. When hands are laid on you and the word of God is spoken over you, come on. Yes, something's happening. Amen. But it's the it is the the desire and the work of the flesh and the enemy to try to keep things going on in your body. Amen. But pick up the book and say, I know what the word said. I know what the word said. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of a peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Amen. Oh, my. My, my, my. My, my, my. Does the enemy ever come by and say, you ain't saved? You just thought you were. You ain't saved. Does he ever tell Come on. Yes. Is that what you tell him? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Hallelujah. Oh, no. Yeah, you. Oh no, you you you, you were sassy today. Oh, how they, come on, you were sassy today. You you just didn't you didn't look at that person in the right kind of way and, and they got offended. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, devil, let me tell you something. And when you talk to the enemy, you look down at the dirt on the ground because the Bible said he's under our feet. Come on. Oh, I said he's under our feet. Amen. Don't come on. Don't let him get up in your face and say, "Well, that's the end of it for you." The end of what? Come on. The end of what? Come on. How does a dirt dauber know what is the end of it? Come on. Tell me. Come on. How does a dirt dauber? Come on. And if he's under your feet, come on. That's what he is. Oh, my, 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 I tell you, he's good. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Come on. Praise. You like that, brother? You dirt dauber. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, bless the Lord. When Bartimaeus, he threw aside that garment. Come on. I said he threw it aside. Oh, glory to God. And he said, nothing's going to stop me now. He threw aside that garment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he rose up and he came to Jesus. And Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? Come on. That's what he said. What will you have me do for you? And Bartimaeus did not stutter. He did not. He wasn't intimidated. But he said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Come on, Lord, that I might receive my sight. I want to see. I don't want to sit by the wayside. Amen. Having to have a, a robe thrown around me and, and not being able to work and keep my family. I want to receive my sight. Hallelujah. I want to see. Hallelujah. Church, I want to tell you something. There's been times in my walk with God, amen, in the spiritual realm that I said, God, I want to see. I want to see what the book of Acts saw. I want to see. Oh, hallelujah. I want every spiritual scale that's on my eyes. 
I want it off right now. Glory to God. I want it off. Hallelujah. When they gathered in the upper room on the day of Pentecost, uh, you know what they did, honey? They quit thinking and started drinking. They started drinking the new wine. We think too much, brother. Come on. We think too much. Wrong stuff. And when I mean wrong stuff, well, I wonder if God's going to do it. I heard Brother Cap say something one time. He said, don't ever start wondering, because when you start wondering, the next thing you do is going to waver. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. He said, wondering will lead, lead to wavering. Oh, Yes, yes, yes. Glory to God. Bartimaeus said, I want to receive my sight. Mm, listen to what Jesus said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, thank you, Jesus. He said to him, thy faith hath made you whole. Mm, is, come on. He said, thy faith hath made you whole. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the Bible said that immediately, immediately, his eyes were healed, opened, and he could see. And the Bible said he followed Jesus in the way. Hallelujah. Come on. He followed Jesus in the way. And how many knows in those days when Jesus walked along the shores of Galilee and ministered, he came against the whole religious hierarchy that was there in Israel. He came against it all. He, come on. He was a one man. Come on. Did you? They would have loved to have killed him. They were all oh, they would have loved to have killed him before he ever got started. As far as they were concerned, there was a target on his back because he came into the synagogue. He overturned the money changers' tables. Amen. He he ran them out of there, took a whip. Come on. Oh, come on. I said he took a whip and ran them out of there. They would have loved to have got rid of him. But guess what? Come on. Oh, he had a mission to fulfill, and he was not going to fulfill it until God the Father had issued the declaration. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. They said, uh, you know, he's a wine-bibber. He's a drunk. Come on. That's what they said. But when they were in the upper room, the Bible said that there was a sound, a sound, a sound, like a mighty rushing wind, but it came from heaven. It wasn't coming from down here. It came from heaven. And the word of God said that it settled up in that room and tongues of fire set upon each one of them. And the, everyone in the 120 bunch that was there began to speak in tongues. Glory to God and glorify God. Oh, thank you, Lord. And the Bible said that down on the street outside, there was a bunch of Jews from all the cities and countries and regions around about. And they said, why, this, this bunch is drunk. They are drunk, seeing it's only the third hour. I mean, they're drunk. They are drunk. Peter, he opened his mouth, and he said, they are not drunk like you say they are. He didn't say they weren't drunk. He said, but they're not drunk like you say they are. Amen. He, he didn't say that. He said, but this is that. Yeah. The come on. That was spoken of by the prophet Joel. 
in the last days. Come on, look at somebody and say, last days. I'm going to pour my spirit out upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters, they're going to prophesy. Hallelujah. They're going to dream dreams. They're going to have visions. Hallelujah. Come on, listen. If you've got sons and daughters that's not walking exactly where they ought to be, remember, come on, there's a wind that's blowing. I said there's a wind that's blowing. And like... Black Brother Jerry Savelle said, God's hand is open. Hallelujah. His hand is open. Hallelujah. And I believe there's more salvations that's getting ready to happen right now. Hallelujah. There's more people being delivered. There's more people that are getting the light of the gospel today than ever before. And you look out for 2022 because there's a change that has already been set in motion. And God... The church of the living God is coming up. Glory. Something's going on. Come on. I said something's going on. Hallelujah. We've got, we've got ministers today that are saying, don't try to set my standard. You can't do it. Come on. You can't do it. Come on. You can't set my standard. Amen. Because my standard is high. Hallelujah. Mm. My, my, my. Yes, Bartimaeus had a standard. I'm not going to quit calling out. Even though they said, be quiet, just be quiet, just simmer down, come on. Do you realize that some organizations want you to simmer down? Come on, don't do it. I said, don't do it. Don't do it. If they say you can't run, find you someplace that you can run. Come on, if they say you can't speak in tongues, find you some place that you can speak in tongues. Come on, and then give the interpretation. Hallelujah. If they say that you can't, that walking by faith is just a fantasy, come on, walking by faith, there's no fantasy to it. Come on, but it's the Word of God. We walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. So if you couldn't walk by faith, he wouldn't have had it in there. I said he's all right. Praise God. See, before we came to Jesus, we didn't have no standards. You know, the lower we could go, the lower it felt. Better it felt. We had no standards. None whatsoever. I was raised in a Pentecostal preacher's home. The best dad in the whole world, as far as I was concerned. I was the Sixth, no, I was the seventh. I was the seventh child out of eight. I had one brother younger than me. And my brother that was older than I was, he was 12 years old when I was born. So I was like mom and dad having the first baby. And I was spoiled. So they say. <laughs> that's what, I have a sister that's, my sister is 90 years old. And she'll tell me, she'll see me and she'll say, I'll tell you something, girl. You was the meanest kid. She said you were spoiled. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I was rebellious. I was rebellious. And when somebody said you can't do that, I did it. 
And somebody would say, you know your mama's going to get a hold of you, and you're going to get a good whooping. And I would think, well, it'll quit hurting after a while, and I'll do what I want to do, you know. And I remember the night that I got saved, the night that Jesus touched this heart, 17 years old, just barely. And I, I had moved away from home, moved over into a little town, southern Ohio, and uh, got a job, lied about my age, didn't have to have a birth certificate or anything to prove, just, you know. You said, oh, you lied? I was a sinner. Y'all, I said I was a sinner. Amen. I went to work, just, you know, carrying on doing whatever I did. And I remember uh, my, he wasn't my husband. He wasn't even acquaintance hardly to me then. And, uh, but his little brother was about 10, 11 years old. And they were having a prayer meeting, a cottage prayer meeting in a little house out in Kentucky. And so he asked me, Mike asked me if I would go to church that night. And I thought, well, you know, he's a sweet little thing, and I'll go with him. So I went with, got in the car with uh, this, you know, bunch of young people and went to church. And we went to this church in Greenwich, Kentucky. You all may not know where that's at. But went to, I went to that church, went to that service, and I don't know what the preacher preached on. have no idea. Even right now, I don't know. I have no idea what he preached. And when service was over, raised in a Pentecostal home, daddy, a Pentecostal preacher, I walked into that kitchen, and I reached down and got me out of... <laughs> and, I, and I reached down on the bottom of my shoe, and I struck the match, and I lit it up. Come on. And the one that wasn't my husband then, that shortly was my husband, he looked at me and he said, don't you want to know Jesus? He said, you don't want to go to hell, do you? And I said, nope. He said, well, why don't you pray and ask Jesus to forgive you of your sin, come into your heart, and he'll do it. I said, okay. So they had an old, I don't know if you all know what those old kitchen chairs were like or not, but anyway, there was one there, so I just flipped a cigarette. I have no idea where it went. Didn't burn the house down because it stood for years. And I knelt down at that chair, and I remember exactly what I said. I said, Lord, I'm a sinner, but I'm coming to you tonight, and I ask you to forgive me of my sin. And I said, if, if you'll forgive me, I promise you I will serve you all the days of my life. Amen. Hallelujah. That's exactly what I prayed. Exactly what I prayed. And I got up off of my knees and I started. They said, how do you feel, young lady? And I said, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Started singing that old hymn that's in the, those red back hymnals that we had in the churches. And I started singing that. Praise God. And I, but I knew I, I'd heard about the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but it didn't register on me until that night. And I remember that uh, we was at this apartment, and, and a bunch of uh, people were there, and 
they said, young lady, what can we do for you tonight? I said, you can't do anything, but I want the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember it just like it was yesterday. And I lifted my hands up, began to praise God. And all at once, there was a language that was coming out of me. Come on. It was coming up out of me. I was speaking in tongues. And guess what the, guess what the first thing that I wanted to do? I said, I want to go tell my daddy. Hallelujah. Come on. I want to go tell my daddy. Hallelujah. Come on. Listen, the lost sheep that was lost for a little while ain't lost no more. Hallelujah. Come on. Glory to God. And I walked up to that door in that old farmhouse where we lived. And they never, you know, folks back then never locked their door, especially out in the country. And my daddy got up. He was a railroad. He worked on the railroad. And he got up and came to the door. And there I was, and I said, Daddy, guess what? I said, I got saved, and I got filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm not sinning no more. And tears were running down his face. My mom was over there, and she got up. She was the one that used the switch all the time. And, and she said, well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I said, well, i got to go tell my sister, D. So I, you know, I was speaking in tongues and running out that little old walk driveway of theirs and she said to her husband she said oh my lord here comes Jeannie and she's drunk again well what she didn't know what she did not know I was drunk hallelujah amen but not like I'd been before hallelujah I had the joy 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 down in my heart glory to God I had the joy I had the peace of God hallelujah honey listen if you have if you've got children that are walking not the ways of God, and they've watched you all, the li all, all their life, and they know that there is a God, and that they know what mama and daddy has gotten. Listen, they'll come back. Did you hear what I'm telling you? I said they'll come back. Hallelujah. If they've never known Jesus, they're still going to come. Hallelujah. Amen. Because there's something, amen, that's been ingrained inside of them. I believe the word said that if you walk up right before me, come on, if you keep my word I'll save you and your household thank God I was one of the household and thank God God saved me and thank God it's as real tonight uh, more real than it was amen on that fall day or fall night that I walked into that little farmhouse thank God amen look at the fruit glory to God look at the fruit yeah we have a, we, uh, you know Pastor Michelle, Pastor Philip, we have Pastor Mark, Pastor Angela, Angela's my daughter, Mark's my son-in-law, amen, got a word of faith church going, hallelujah, I have a, a grandson, my oldest grandson that's a Baptist pastor in Texas, praise God, I have, I have another grandson, we were just with him Thanksgiving Day, Pentecostal preacher in Illinois, Oh, somebody say yes. Hallelujah. Somebody say yes. I'm telling you, glory to God. God can take nothing. Hallelujah. And shine it up. Amen. And it's a jewel. Glory to God. And that's what God has done for everyone that's blood bought. Come on, let me talk to you just a minute. Amen. The same thing Lazarus when he died. Come on. They sent word to Jesus that he was sick. Come on. And the Bible said that Jesus tarried for two days he didn't go he didn't get up and go i mean he just sat right there 
Well, he was, the, he was the way, the truth, and the life. Come on, he was the healer. He was the miracle worker. He just sat there. And finally, he said to his disciples, he said, uh, you know that, uh, he said, Lazarus is asleep. And they said, well, if he's asleep, then why are we going to go wake him? And Jesus said, he's dead. And they went. And the first thing that they met was opposition, was Martha going to set the standard for Jesus. Going to set, going to set, come, is that like, kind of like we do sometimes? Come on, we want to say, God, if you'll just do this, if you'll, if you'll just work it this way. Well, no, come on. God, work it your way. Whatever, come on. All things work together to the good, to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Come on, how many's got a purpose in here tonight? Come on, I got a purpose, hallelujah. So do you. If you are blood-bought, forgiven of your sin, come on, you got a purpose, hallelujah. All things work together for the good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Our purpose is to minister the word of faith, to get people out of sin, to get them out of sickness, to get them out of disease, to get them with a vision, amen, that greater is he that's in me. I don't have to be defeated. I don't have to be broke. I don't have to be pushed down. Come on. But I am serving the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Oh, my. My, my, my. Oh, listen to what Martha said. Uh, John, the 11th chapter. Hallelujah. I think it's the 21st verse. Amen. She tried to set the standard for Jesus. Come on. And she said, Lord, if you'd just been here. Come on. If you'd just been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Oh, if only you'd have been here. Hallelujah. How many times have we said, or I'll say it this way, I said, what? oh, if only brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so had been here and they would have prayed, they would have prayed, oh, it would have all been all right. Everything would have been fine. No, if we would allow Jesus to be there, if we would allow him to be the one and the only, if we would allow him to be the word, amen, that was made flesh and dwelt among us, come on, if we would allow him, come, that's what we, but Martha said, if you'd have been here, well, if you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died, and Jesus went ahead and he said, but Martha, he's going to rise again, and she said, I know he will in the resurrection, she was looking at him, come on, she was looking right at the resurrection, but he, if you'd have just been here, he said, I am the resurrection. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the resurrection. Oh, he said, I want to know where you laid him at. Come on. I want to know where. Come on. Listen. I want to know, amen, what death is trying to creep in on the body of Christ. I want to know. I want to know where it's at. Amen. Because we can release a prayer of faith against it. Glory to God. And I believe the church has. I believe that we've walked into territory and in places, brother, that the church has never walked before, but we've took our authority, amen, and said, no, no longer are we going to be pushed down. No longer are you going to walk all over us. No longer are you going to tell me what I can and can't do. Hallelujah. Why? Because we're taking our orders from somebody that's higher. Come on. Uh, 
My, my, my. Jesus said, show me where he lays. Show me where you laid him. So they took him out there. And the Bible said that he looked up. And he said, Father, I know that you hear me. I know you do. I know you hear me. And he said, I'm not praying for myself, but I'm praying for all of those that are around me, the unbelievers. I'm praying for those. And he said, when he was given the command to roll away the stone, the sister spoke up and said, he's already been in the grave four days. He stinks. He stinks now. That's, see, that's what death in the spirit and in the natural that's what it smells like. Death in the spirit is what it smells like. Well, I've been, in, I've been in this way for many, many years. And I have never, ever heard or seen anything like today. Well, come on then. Get in there. If you've never heard it before, it's because our spiritual ears have been deaf and our spiritual eyes have been closed and we have not seen and heard what God is doing. This book right here tells us that if we will walk upright before him, that he'll save our household, that there's, come on, that there's nothing going to take place that our God don't already know. He knows. And Jesus said, move that stone. Move that stone. And he didn't fool around. I mean, he didn't just, you know, whine around and say, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Come on. But he said with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible said that Lazarus came up out of there. Hallelujah. But guess what? He was bound. He still had the grave clothes on. Come on. He looked at the people around him, the men, and he said, loose him. Come on. See, he's left a commission. He's left a commandment to the church. Loose them. Come on. Loose them. You can lose. You say, oh, uh, only God is. God lives in you. You have the authority, amen, to do the work that Jesus. He said, greater works than these shall you do because I go to the Father. And I heard, I believe it was Bill Johnson said, before you can do greater, you got to first do the works that he did. Hallelujah. Come on, I think that was mighty great. But I'm telling you that there's greater works that can be done. Because why? We're getting ready for the great big catching away rapture of the body of Christ. I believe that with all of my heart, with everything that's in me. I believe that. I want to be ready. Amen. Oh, oh, he stinks. Honey, religion stinks. Y'all getting quiet on me. Religion never did anything for anybody except bind us up. Nothing. Nothing. They'll say, you mean to tell me you really believe that God can manifest himself and do miracles? You believe that? Well, why not? Come on, why not? The book said he did. Come on, you've experienced. When we got born again, that was the greatest miracle that ever happened. 
Amen. That was the greatest miracle that ever took place in mankind because we're not going to hell. I'm not going to hell. Hallelujah. I am not going to hell. Glory to God. My mind was made up when I felt the forgiveness of Jesus come into my life. I made up my mind right then and there, girl. You're going to serve him. Hallelujah. I said, you're going to serve him. Honey, oh, we went through some things, amen, that I don't particularly want to go through again. But praise God, Jesus was always there leading. Come on. Oh, bless the Lord. If I would have listened, I would have never been in the hard spot. But sometimes we don't listen, we don't hear, or we hear the voice of God, and we say, now that could not be God. But it is. Amen. A, a little simple thing. I'm going to tell this on myself. I, just, but when, you dis, when you're disobedient, it's never simple. But I was getting ready. Matter of fact, I was leaving uh, on a Saturday to go uh, down to uh, uh, Tampa, Florida for a camp meeting down there. And uh, as I was going, walking out the door, well, no, the night before, the Lord said to me, I knew it was the Lord, he said, uh, uh, leave your keys with Janice. She was a neighbor of mine there in the next apartment. Leave your keys with Janice. So I kind of thought, well, she works and she's, you know. Yeah, my car keys. Yeah, my car keys. And I just sort of pushed it back. Well, he didn't just stop with the first time. He said, leave your, I, I just felt that impression. Leave your keys, your car keys with Janice. Three times. So I just walked on, got in the van with the people that I was riding with. So let me tell you, there was a flash flood that came through that area. And my car was sitting right in its path. But I'll show you how merciful God still was to me. When I came in, they, they came and told me down, when I was down in Florida, the apartment had been flooded, you know, and, and the car had been, uh, water had got up around it. And, but listen to me. Even in my disobedience of not leaving my keys so they could have moved it, my motor, the motor in my car was not touched. I'm, te I'm telling you, I got in, turned the key, that thing started off. Come on, you hearing me? Come on. It, yes, hallelujah. I said, it started off, and I had to have an alternator put in, but the alternator was going bad before. But I'm telling you, even in, even in my disobedience, but had I, listen to me, had I listened to, to the voice of the Lord, amen, I could have went rejoicing and came back, and nothing would have happened. Nothing. But I didn't listen. Just as simple as knocking on my neighbor's door and say, uh, I'm leaving my keys with you. If you need to move my car, please move it. Hallelujah. Come on. Oh, bless. But I learned a lesson. Hallelujah. Come on. It don't, nobody don't have to whip me with a switch anymore to get me. Come on. I mean, all he has to do is make, oh, when he makes himself known to me and he's talking to me, I'm going to listen. Hallelujah. I'm going to pay attention. 
Ah, Krabakata. Oh, but don't move him. Don't get him out of there. He stinks by now. But Jesus didn't pay any attention to that. Come on. He was used to stinky people. Come on. He dealt with them every day. Come on. I said he dealt with them every day. Glory to God. And he said, Lazarus, get up and come on out of there. And I'm, I pray, oh, somebody say, yes, Lord. Oh, we cannot. Don't allow somebody else to set a standard for you. You set your own standard. You pray. You ask God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to handle this situation? And don't, you cannot listen to every voice that's out there. You can't do it. You cannot do it. Holy Spirit filled word people don't need to listen to everything that comes down the pike. Come on. Let me tell this is something that I, I don't remember who told me. I, yes, I do. I do remember who told me. They said, any time that something or someone becomes common and just everyday to you, they've lost their effect on you. Come on. When the, if, they be, if, if your minister, your pastor, your teacher, if they, if they just become old hat to you, so to speak, and you say, oh, well, you know, they're flesh just like me. No, they're not. They're flesh. You can pinch them, and it, will, it would hurt. Come on. But a pastor that is a pastor will spend time seeking God for the needs and, of his congregation and will stand. Uh, and you can, I can see the evidence right here. How, I said I can see the evidence right here, and I don't know hardly any of you other than I've seen you once or twice. Amen. But I can see the difference because a man or a woman of God that will that is truly sold out to God loves the people, loves God. They're going to spend time in prayer, and they know things that's going on with you and things that you need without you even telling them. Amen. They know what's going on. Praise God. And they know how to get a hold of God. Hallelujah. They know how to lift you up. Come on. They know how to call your name out in prayer. Call it out in faith. Call those things that be not as though they were. They know what's going on, but they call the answer. Come on. See, that's the difference between the word of faith and religion. Word of faith calls the answer. Come on. They, we look beyond. We know it's there. We know it's fighting you. We know it's attacking you. But we also know what the word of God says. The word of faith which we preach is in our mouth, and we call those things that be not as though they were. My, my, my. Praise God. Hallelujah. I, come on, I can look out and I, I can see the hand of God on this congregation. I can, oh, thank you, Lord. I, I can see the hand of God. I can see, praise God, the a hovering of the Holy Ghost, the spirit of a dove. I can see it just waving right over you. Glory to God. Why? Because God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. I'm getting ready to just cut it off here in a minute. But one thing that absolutely upsets me is when I hear Christians say that God was the author and God sent that devastating disease 
on his obedient child to teach him a lesson? No. Absolutely not. No. Uh, absolutely not. When that back was laid wide open and he bore in his body sins, sickness, disease, he said the chastisement of our peace was upon him. Oh, hallelujah, was upon him. And I, I told a, a preacher here just a couple of weeks ago, I said, do you really believe that he was wounded and beat for the healing of our bodies, of your body? And he said, yes, I do. And I said, but, but then you will turn around and say that God used it that sickness for his glory. I said, he's not. He don't give you a promise and take it back. If it's made if it's made none, none uh, if it's made void, we did it, not him. Amen. If it's made void, we did it. We walked away from it. And I know that's a sound, uh, a strong word, but that's, that's the word of God. If God. Listen to me. God, in this day that we are living in, we are going to see the glory. The glory is coming down. Oh, hallelujah. In a weighty measure, it's coming down. Amen. Amen. I, I love when I think about uh, in the tabernacle, uh, in the Old Testament, in the, where the, they were, the priests were in there, and they were praying. And all at once, the glory came. And the Bible said that they couldn't even stand to minister because of the glory. Hallelujah. And, and if he did that under the old covenant, how much more is he going to do, brother, in this day? In this, in this time that we are living in, how much more is he going to do? Why? Because we are sheep of his pasture. Hallelujah. We are covenant people. Hallelujah. Come on. We got a covenant, brother. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Amen. That covenant is signed, sealed in his own blood. Glory to God. And the only way that it can be void and not of none effect is if we don't keep our part. Because he's going to keep his part. And I'm telling you tonight, he is good. Don't allow your standard to be pulled down because somebody else don't think it's right. Amen. Don't allow it to be just trampled underfoot because somebody don't think it's right. Because I'm telling, I'm saying tonight, I'm saying to my own self, we have got to keep the standard high. We, are, we have got to keep the standard high. Somebody that is looking for a, a change in their life and they need a drastic change, they're not going to go to somebody that's in the same condition that they are, but they're going to search them out, somebody, amen, that has a word, amen, that has uh, the actions with it to get help. Amen. He is good, worthy to be praised. Worthy to be Come on, raise the standard tonight. If, if you, say, you can say, Sister Jeannie, I don't always feel like that I, I'm doing all that I'm supposed to do. I, sometimes I feel like I fail and stuff. Raise your standard. 
Come on, raise, pray without ceasing. Hallelujah. Go about your day when you're on your job. If you can't, you can't get on your knees, but you can carry a prayer and a praise in your spirit all day. Hallelujah. I mean, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God that I'm alive. Praise God that the great one lives in me. Thank God that I'm baptized in the Holy Ghost. Thank God that I speak in tongues. Thank God that I prophesy. Thank God that I have a promise that Jesus Christ is going to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. He don't change. Thank God that my children are coming. Thank God that my wife is coming. Thank God that my husband is coming. Thank God that my grandchildren are going to grow up and they're, oh, they're going to enjoy this. Thank God that our great-grandchildren are going to grow up and they're going to enjoy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They desire to look in, amen, to that victory and to that glory. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. If you don't mind, let's everybody stand to our feet.